I hope they don't care. I mean, I guess <laughs> one nobody watched this thing really. Nobody. Re- well, you know what's fun though? What? When we were at the train wreck weekend. Throughout the weekend, I kept having people coming up to me and being like, "Oh yeah, I listened to that." So that's true. That didn't make that me was feel pretty, pretty nice. Cool. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, everybody was like, "You're from the thing." Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, which is crazy because I, I feel like I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's well, it, it it does appear like nobody listens to us, which in the grand scheme of things, I guess our small audience is a uh, small. <laughs> that's true, but I but, live for them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, and I think. What I also like about this is, like, imagine five years from now, we can listen to these episodes again. It, it It's yeah. like our little time capsule now. That's true. Or anyone can listen to it as yeah. a little time capsule. Yeah. 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 Imagine us getting really successful in the future, and then oh, some kids, like, listening to our show 10 years from now, and they'll be like, <laughs> I wonder what they were like when they were in our position, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah, and then they're like, "Wow, these fucking nerds!" <laughs> just, yeah, not only that, but so they don't know mis- what they're talking about. So miserable. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is my the headphones on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I usually don't have them on. I don't know if I look more dorky than usual. Or, I don't think so. I'm just gonna just gonna just trying to keep my. Sh- no, oh, nothing, posture check. N- yeah. Nothing made me more self-conscious than looking at pictures of the weekend, like our BTS photos. Oh, yeah? Because in every single one of them, I was hunched over so bad. I was like, oh, my God, my posture is terrible. When you're standing around for long periods of time, that kind of happens. I feel like it's hard to have good posture on a set. My back always ends up hurting yeah. somewhere. Uh, hi, everybody. Hey, welcome to Doomsday Sister Wives episode 22. Oh, wait, is it 22? I thought it was 21. That was last week, or last last week. Oh, okay, gotcha. We skipped a week again. That's awesome. Yeah. Welcome. We we got a little bit to talk about, actually. Yeah. I guess I can start with Trainwreck, right? Since yeah. Since I was in the driver's seat for that. Exactly, Mr. Driver. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> driver. Yeah, I was, uh, I was uh, you know, as we've been talking about, like, recently, I, I was, I'm the main producer for Trainwreck, uh, so I got to orchestrate all the little parts that made it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to be on set. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I mean, just like mm-hmm. getting flashbacks from it is amazing, you know. Friday was, I think we, we spent another day at Noreen's house mm-hmm. um, shooting, which is really cool. I, one of the things I love is going back to a location or just like spending multiple, multiple days at one location. Because mm-hmm. it starts, you start to feel this camaraderie, the there's yeah. like a ritual that gets created. We're all um, waking up together in the morning and going home at night. and Exactly. Yeah. I think that's one thing that makes me like excited at the prospect of making narrative, mm-hmm. like narrative shows or narrative, um, you know, features. Because, yeah, I just like that camaraderie of like, yeah. I want to see you like in a bit. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never been on a set that was like, okay, I'm going to see you like 30 days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope I don't get sick of people. Yeah. But yeah, that was really fun. And then Saturday was our biggest day. Our stunt coordinator came in, and yeah, and th- this um, this past weekend, the whole scene was the climax of the entire episode. Yeah, it was like we've covered. It's about these two guys who are making a short film, and then at the climax of it, everything falls apart catastrophically, dramatically. Yeah, 
literal equipment flying everywhere. So you, you got to see that more than I did, though. That was it. Yeah. Did you did you get to see it on a monitor too, or did you just see it a like little bit here and there? Okay. Did um, it look good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I took some BTS videos of that too. I oh, posted amazing. I posted that one yeah. on um on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. But nothing felt more legit than that day. I was yeah, like, the stunts were great. The stunts were great. We even have a set medic that came by to yeah. just to make sure everybody was safe. It's felt so official. Just everyone putting their heads together, mm-hmm. um, getting all these contraptions set up and running yeah. them, and that's it the worked. It, it yeah. all worked. Yeah, that's the craziest part. Is yeah. that like we all came together as one cohesive unit, mm-hmm. and we executed. You know? Yeah, which is like that's not it's not as if we haven't done that before. But if you compare no. like a different five years ago, what yeah. that would have looked like this to now, a, yeah, because these are people that we've worked with so many times over the past several Definitely. years. At least half of them. Yeah. yeah, we all met at school, mm-hmm. so we've seen each other grow. Grow, yeah, a lot. You're right. Like at least I would say that and like, specialize in these things a lot. Yeah, I would say like eighty percent of the entire crew works professionally now mm-hmm. and regardless of what position i mean all yeah. you really have to do to know what what happens is be exposed to it so even if you're like me you're just like a pa on set most of the time i mean mm-hmm. i mean i've seen it all you know what i mean yeah. I've, I've seen how light guys work i've seen how sound guys work i've seen how the production office is run so yeah i just tried to emulate that as best as i could from learned experiences or mm-hmm. All that stuff, and I, I'm pretty proud of myself. I yeah. think I did it. I think I did a pretty good job. For the you did a part. great job. Yeah, for real. Thank you. I was really impressed, Robert. Yeah. You, you've done. You're working so hard and yeah. making all these things happen so well. Yeah. No, I. Um, nothing made me feel but a lot like so good, other than that uh, loadout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the loadout was pretty amazing because of my quick thinking and i'm not trying to suck my dick too hard <laughs> but i was surprised that i was able to remember some key things about getting people out of a big location and i kept falling back on my knowledge and i was like oh my god this is working it's working really well right now mm-hmm. and uh yeah we did a great job getting out of there the other thing i i, I don't think i told you this yet but i actually um when in the middle of shooting I had like a core memory mm. form itself and uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to go down as like one of the happiest moments of my entire life. Well, just cause it was like such a surreal moment. And I don't know if you remember this, but um, what it was is when we were all like half the crew was on the stairs mm-hmm. uh, looking down onto the set and we were like blocking the stairway mm-hmm. and i don't know well i was blo- i should say i was blocking the stairway <laughs> because you know it's only two people wide mm-hmm. uh, but i was sitting next to riley and i just remember feeling so comfortable and like just so like happy to be with a new great friend and mm-hmm. then the other thing that got me was that i turned my she told me she goes you and ariel must be really good friends and oh. I was like, yeah, we definitely True. are. And then I turned to look at you mm-hmm. and you had this, you just, you I don't know who you were talking to. I want to say you were talking to someone in art, mm-hmm. but I turned to you and you just had this, such a joyous laugh. 
and it looked like <laughs> you were having such a good time. Oh. And it made me so happy that it kicked me into this moment of like slow motion of like just looking around. Like yeah. I just took it all just in. Everybody. Yeah. And I saw like Kensha like explaining a stunt to like one of the one of the crew members and I saw like the camera crew working really hard. I saw Jeannie running up and down the stairs. Like mm -hmm. it was such a beautiful moment for me. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life. We were a machine. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Okay. Yeah. It felt like we were like, um, I don't know, like I don't know if people are gonna be able to relate to this, but if you ever watched Power Rangers when you were growing up, <laughs> it's when I can only describe it like all of the uh, all of the power rangers like their megazord or whatever combining itself into one another mm -hmm. into like a mega big machine like that's picture like, that yeah yeah that's exactly how i would describe it so yeah that was really really nice everyone was so good i'm glad you, i'm really glad you looked at me in a good moment i feel like well, the times I'm not smiling. It was it was like a movie. Yeah. For sh it was. Oh. I looked at you just in the perfect. You had just either they had just finished telling you a joke or you told them a joke, and mm -hmm. just the joyous laugh. It just was so genuine. <laughs> your laughter. You know, oh. Yeah, you look so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was amazing. Uh, Sunday was equally as amazing. Yeah, I was just really proud of myself for getting us out of there on time. Um, no property damage, thank you. No God. property damage. Yeah, no property damage. All the paperwork was signed by the end of the day. Uh, yeah. We had good lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Food was taken care of. Yeah. Everything went well. Yeah. Can I tell you why I left early on Sunday, though? Oh, Because I did fully intend on staying there, I swear, until oh. the very end. I mean, hey, I, yeah. That what happened? So, do you remember on Sunday? Um, I was technically done yeah. by about one p.m. Yeah, you were up pretty early. Yeah, I mean, mainly what I was doing on set was, I mean, Rain would consult me once in a while to change a line here and there. Yeah. Um, I would move things occasionally, but I was also an extra, mm -hmm. so I had to be in the shots. Yeah, but then the extras were done pretty early in the day, and then we had our lunch break, and then there was that moment where. There weren't many people in the sort of green room area, but you were there and I went down to sit next to you. Mm -hmm. And I sat down so hard, I accidentally threw my head into the wall behind me. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I guess it, it was an expensive house. Maybe it's like really hard bricks or something. It's all cement. Cement. Okay, yeah. that explains it. That fucking hurt. And then I did it again like five minutes later, right? Oh my God. So I, I just um, hit my head really hard and then... Mm -hmm. We just kind of moved on, and as time went on, it started hurting worse and worse. Oh my god! I mean, I didn't and ask it, you if you if we were, you if did. You were no, hurt. you you were very considerate, okay. but I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Wasn't good. Okay. Um, head injury. So. I mean, don't lie to me. Well, I, the the thing was, mm -hmm. at some point, it was getting so noticeable. I was thinking to myself, if I'm gonna have a brain bleed or something, I should get out of here. You know, I do not want to have this on set when um, we're, we're all feeling so good i don't want this to be an on set event if it happens if right. i start if i start puking or if i like faint or something okay um so it's like i'm just gonna that's when i asked like hey can someone take like me home and luckily yeah. I, I lived like 10 minutes away yeah but um 
yeah and it, uh, that was a good call because the whole rest of the night just got worse and worse and worse and worse oh and God. then i woke up in the morning and i felt better okay but <laughs> okay yeah so i swear i would have stayed until the end otherwise okay. but i did kind of like i guess that's a lesson for for later never to put chairs up against the wall like that i'm definitely that's going to be one of my new compulsions just making sure that chairs are too close to walls i definitely that was a bad decision on my part i guess because i rearranged the seats the night before you didn't know i was going to sit down so hard i mean yes but also like it was so close to the wall i really should have thought better i mean same thing with the chair that was right next to uh, the craft services table yeah put it right up against that bitch and of course somebody fucking threw themselves into the chair and like (laughs) knocked almost knocked over all the drinks on the table yeah i I think i remember that actually those but you know no 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 disasters no 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 disasters i don't consider my school a disaster (laughs) The only thing that happened, oh my God, that's a really funny story, actually. The one thing that did happen that could have potentially led to something catastrophic mm-hmm. was when we were shooting the scene that was very private Ryan like, uh, saving private Ryan like. Yeah, yeah. Um, where Kensho was playing a sound guy. I can't remember what oh, he was I think playing. I know what you're. Yeah, yeah, and he was, like, hovering over the guy, yeah. tr- trying to give him CPR. It's, it's the aftermath of all, the whole set falling apart. Exactly. Um, we're, we're staged, so a bunch of us are spread out and acting like yeah. we're in a war, basically. Exactly, yeah. And so what happened is that Kensho's line was, Oh, my God, somebody, please. Medic! Get a medic! Get me a medic! Yeah. And I just didn't think about that the fact that we were out in the open and I forgot that sound travels essentially yeah. because we were in a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. The, this neighborhood. Up in the hills, yeah. you know, just all the sound could have just echoed yeah. right in and the center. So the, the neighborhood we were in was really small. It's only like four houses, five mm-hmm. houses. So I was, I was thinking, well, the sound doesn't, tra- I, I just was not thinking about sound traveling because it traveled down the hill and what the next thing we saw was a dude standing next, like in the cold sack. He was standing mm-hmm. in a cold in the middle of the cold sack, and he noticed it. And so he yelled up. He goes, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And <laughs> and we had Which, to, you know, thank you, guy, whoever you are. That's yeah, that's very considerate. Good, that's very neighborly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be to take an interest in someone screaming, medic. Yeah, yeah. And so we had to wave him down and say, no, 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 it's, it's a movie. It's okay. And then I had the idea of, oh, man, now I got to call 911. And now I got to explain, hey, if you get a call for whatever reason, you know, it's because we're shooting a movie. Yeah. And it was a whole fiasco for me on the phone. Oh, you called them? I did call yeah. them. Yeah. And were they okay about it? You know, the lady was actually nicer than any operator I've ever talked to. Because usually they're oh. pretty snippy. Yeah. And they, they, they make you feel like a fucking idiot every time. Yeah, which but, is like, my fucking leg fell off. Can you be a little nicer? That's exactly my thoughts yeah. every time I have called 911. I've always wanted to reach through the phone and slam the person's face on the desk. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. it can clearly be a life or death situation. You're giving me this goddamn attitude. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this person was actually very nice. She actually she actually chuckled at the situation, uh, which made me feel really comfortable. I was yeah. Like, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're taking this. You know, it's a funny situation. So yeah, they gave me a, uh, a, a 
an event number and all that stuff. And then I had to call back later, uh, which I did forget to do. Uh, and so mm-hmm. on the way home, I get a I get a call and I'm glad I answered it. Because uh, the first thing the person says on the phone is, hi, this is Santa Clara uh, Sheriff's Office. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, my God, I forgot to call you guys back. And uh, she goes, oh, no, it's it's OK. We just want to know if you're done or not. I go, yeah, we're, we're done. So yeah. about it. She goes, great. Uh-huh. Have a good night. <laughs> Thank you, lady. Yeah. Those two ladies were very nice. Yeah. I appreciated them. But yeah, that was uh, that was the only thing. There's nothing else that led. We were pretty safe about everything. You know what I was really surprised at? I didn't, I didn't say anything throughout the whole weekend because I didn't want to jinx it. But no, okay, for context for the audience, we the set we were on had three levels to it. Mm-hmm. So the very first level was the ground floor where all of our cars were parked, or at least all of our essential cars were parked because there wasn't even that much space. And then the second level, that's where my production office was. And then the third level down was where the set was. We actually mm-hmm. constructed the set. Is that the bottom of the stairwell? Exactly. So there's like two flights of stairs that you have to go down. Yeah, outdoors. Where, uh, yes, yeah. outdoors. I was surprised nobody ate shit the entire weekend. Yeah. I was fully expecting to. Go at least, us. Yeah, I was fully expecting to at least once have a person like trip on the stairs and like eat shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, if that's going to happen, Saturday's the day it has to happen because that's the day when we have the set medic on here. Yeah. But what I was saying is, yeah, that's really impressive. I mean, 30 people running up and down stairs and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. Good balance guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for yeah, making thanks me not, for not dying. Yeah, thanks for making sure that I don't use the insurance. Yes. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny moment that I had? Yeah, no, the, please. The um, hazards of having a writer on set. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this already, what? but when we were downstairs and we started filming the train wreck part, and mm-hmm. there's this part where one of the actors, he has he's he's an actor who's playing an actor in this scene where he's playing this James Bond kind of character because they're filming a spy movie. Mm-hmm. And he has to say the corniest line. Yeah. Of which, in the end, since the fake movie in the movie was called Kill the Night, it was something like, <laughs> I can't save the day. I'm going to have to kill the night or something. Yeah. Which uh, Narain had come over and he was like, can you think of something really fucking cheesy for this? Because the, the line I'd written before wasn't really working for him. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I'll do that. So I started brainstorming while they were prac- or starting to record takes mm-hmm. on the other side of the stairwell yeah. opposite me. And I'm just texting these ideas to myself. And yeah. when I came to like that really good one, mm-hmm. I did the stupid thing where you know the light bulb goes off and I'm like, mmm, <laughs> make this really loud fucking noise because mm-hmm. I'm so fucking satisfied with myself. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that they were... Like, Malcolm turns and looks at me like. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, did you? Yeah, have, did you, jo- John fucking something? cracks up at me, as he should have. <laughs> and then I realized that they were in the middle of a take with someone else. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I just knelt down on the floor <laughs> and pretended I wasn't there for a second. Yeah. No, actually, um, even even though you probably felt that way, it's, it was a really good thing. I don't, I don't know if the boys told you this at the end of the day, but they were really happy to have you on set as a writer. Oh, yeah, they, that's good. They really appreciated that you would step in and give them like a better line or fix something on the, on the fly, which actually reminds me a lot. I don't know if you remember when we went to Hollywood? Uh-huh. Uh, it reminds me a lot of when Pam was on set 
telling mm-hmm. people what to do because she was the showrunner. Yeah. And so I, yeah. when you told me, when you initially told me that story, I w- all I thought of was, oh, like, that's probably, like, what Pam does all the time. Like, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially because she had, like, she had, like, bad bitch energy. You know what I mean? She like, she was good. She yeah. was really good. For for um for those who don't know, we visited a Netflix set a couple years ago yeah. with our friend Zandra, and the showrunner let us sit behind the monitors and watch yeah. them and we got to oh, see man. her in action going Maybe around we should talk about that next episode oh we should yeah, yeah we can do a recap we of that because we never story. recorded that yeah no we, this was in like 2019 yeah it's an old story yeah. for sure but yeah. but i promise you it's exciting yeah um it was really crazy it was a 36 hour trip if i remember correctly oh, We'd, we went there slept over came right back at the end yeah yeah, yeah. crazy yeah but, but yeah um so that's what I took it as. Mm-hmm. You're just, you know, doing something. That Showrunner a, practice. Yeah, exactly. Aww. You're just doing something that a writer would a, would naturally do on set. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm really glad I was useful. Yeah. Because I think I'm such a I'm such a writer. I don't really get. Um, I can't really think of many ways I'm actually useful on set during production, mm-hmm. which is why I'm not normally on set. At uh, this time, I, I was also an extra, so that was another yeah. reason to be there. But that's just um, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little like, Easter egg for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, if people are going to ask me for my opinion, I'm happy to get it. Or if they're like, "We need to change this thing like mm-hmm. immediately," then I'm like, "I'm on it." You know, yeah, that's, of course. That's yeah. my shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you were. I was really like, I was really impressed with you for sure. Thanks. Yeah, you you really were coming up with things really fast and on the spot. I'm getting better at that, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. you want to talk about your show a little bit? My reptile show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had this. I had a really fun time this past week revising a script because I wrote this last fall. I wrote this pilot, a half-hour animated pilot about a bunch of reptiles who belong to this reptile hobbyist. Mm-hmm. Um, they live in her little reptile room. They're pets. Uh, j- j- if you don't know me. You don't know that I'm really into snakes, <laughs> and I really want to get a pet snake. So I decided to just use that and use all the stupid amounts of research I did for someone who doesn't even know a snake or doesn't have a snake yeah. to do, mm-hmm. and channel that into a script. And I got to have this satisfying experience of taking the script from last fall, several months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, during that time period, I've written a bunch of other scripts too, you know, for mm-hmm. for work and for for. John and Noreen and mm. a bunch of people actually. Yeah. And so when I open the script up again and I take a look at it, everything, like all the changes I make were so, so much more instinctual and fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Just if, if you want to be a writer, just keep writing constantly because you will surprise yourself later with just the progress you make and yeah. how quick you get at thinking of new ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, letting go of old ideas that you thought were so good a few months ago and yeah. replacing them with other things. Cause I, was, I, I did a bunch of that this week. I was thinking that that's like a really, like that's a true mark of your talent and your skill together because not only did you open up something old and you immediately identified it, but that flow is so much that comes from your mm-hmm. talent, but that's, but your skill, you know, it, it allows you to even identify that, oh, I, that that can go, this yeah. can be changed, this can be something different, yeah. that makes more sense. This doesn't you know? sound like something a human being would actually say. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. I'm better <laughs> yeah. at that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. 
Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, and this yeah. this script, I mean, especially because last fall, I you know, I didn't, I didn't submit the f- very first draft to anything. Like mm-hmm. I, we wrote it a couple times, and then I submitted it to some competitions, and it yeah. didn't advance in any of them. I mean, I, I did appreciate sending it to uh, screen craft coverage. Um, mm-hmm. I, I say if, based on my experience, if you're a writer and you're trying to get coverage for the first time, like paid mm-hmm. coverage from one of those companies. Try ScreenCraft. That that's my best experience so far because oh. they passed on my script, mm-hmm. but they gave me notes, so many right? more notes than yeah. they said than they promised even. And yeah. also, it's genre specific, so mm-hmm. I got to pick a reader who specializes in animation, mm-hmm. and they read my script. They gave me really good advice. They uh, ways to make my my protagonist better, and then like two or three pages just a list of all their favorite jokes. Wow. which was very encouraging. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, they read the entire thing mm-hmm. and it's it's helpful, it's constructive. It's not ask kissy so that they, you give them more of your money, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. so great. I, I recommend that. And yeah, so, but I, I was feeling a little down that after all of that, mm-hmm. it wasn't progressing in any of the competitions I submitted it to. Right. But now that I've gone back and I've done some more edits a few months later, yeah, I, I feel good about it all over again, you know, and, and in good. a way where it's like I don't really give a shit about competitions. I mean, I, I did go and submit it to some more competitions this year mm-hmm. just for just for because. Yeah. Right. But it's um, it's like a personal satisfaction of my script mm-hmm. that I'm personally happy with it. And that's a good feeling by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I have an update you Mm -hmm. sort of it gives me hope for the future you know as you guys probably know i talked a lot like a couple episodes maybe i don't know like 10 episodes ago about me writing a personal script oh yeah yeah and i think uh i didn't finish anything or i haven't even started uh (laughs) out of the outline you know what i mean however i i actually have an idea of how to end it now oh good yeah i figured um i think i told you that the reason I couldn't finish it was because a lot of the time, even though in my personal life I had gone through the things that I wrote already, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was thinking there's there's no definitive ending to this though. Like there's no reason why the audience would give a fuck, mm-hmm. um, because there just wasn't anything. There was no conclusion. It would have just been an empty yeah. void that you're looking at. Can, and can you describe ends. like or? Uh go back over the general vibe of the script. Yeah, the general vibe was that uh, this guy, like, I don't remember if I split the story in two anymore, mm-hmm. but the the entire the entire point of the story was that this guy, <laughs> this guy, uh, was, was living, not living a lie, but he definitely was being dishonest with himself about how he felt about the things happening to him in mm-hmm. his life. And so it starts with, him uh, realizing that he his friendship with someone in his life is disingenuous and that if he continues doing it he he will you know it, it's very soul crushing so he, mm-hmm. he pays the price himself there's there's no taking it out on anybody it's just that he has an option to leave or keep hurting himself mm-hmm. and so he leaves uh and then that starts a chain reaction of events in his own personal life with his family that make it make make it like they sort just, of reflect each other yeah they reflect each other in his personal life too with his family and so at the end though 
there was no ending because I felt like, oh, I sure I'm writing from this perspective of me. Sure. But also, I don't know how to end this story because the entire point of the story is supposed to be like all movies that the protagonist learns something or mm-hmm. they change in some way. Yeah. And I just felt that even though I had changed, I didn't know how to put that into a meaningful and effective ending for the script. Mm-hmm. It would have just been like, cool. That's like, a tricky part for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so I think, I think because of recent events, I think I actually came up with an ending for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like inspired by like, you know, all the people we've met and a couple of like, I don't know, there's there's like a song I listened to that actually made me connect everything together. Mm-hmm. And even though it's going to be probably cheesy, um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I, I think I came up with an ending for it. That's good. Yeah, which makes me feel really good. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, by January I can have like a, the first draft or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really nice. But yeah. I was literally just talking to Alan about that, by the way. Oh, really? What did you guys talk about? Uh, I, I, well, I was telling her about, like, the last time you told me you were going to work on it. I checked mm-hmm. in on you, and you're like, oh, I decided to take a 10-mile walk instead or something like that. Yeah, literally walked like, away Mr. from my problems. Avoided? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I rearranged my room, and then I made it hell. For mm-hmm. myself, like I literally made a hellscape, my own personal hell. Yeah, yeah, you um, got into that feng shui business. Yeah, I mean, there it is. <laughs> I didn't even read the whole thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> what was I expecting? So, obviously, you know, very Pokemon, it hurt itself in confusion moment for me. <laughs> and then, yes, and then I was going to sit down again and r- try and write it out. And I literally walked away from my problems because uh, I didn't need to deal with it. You that. walked far away from your problems. I walked very far away from my problems. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then I came back and didn't work on it. And then I came to the conclusion of, I am just not ready to write the ending of this thing because it's not going to fit. I'm going to be, that was the other thing. I could have just written something, right? I could mm-hmm. have just ended it with some bullshit. However, I think because it, I maybe this is a mistake, but because it means so much to me, I didn't want, I just felt like if I was going to lie there, then I didn't learn my lesson. You know what I, I mean? I get you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I know this sounds cheesy. Um, it's just, like I said, it's just so personal yeah. to me that I didn't want to put a placeholder that wasn't genuine for me. Yeah, I got that. Like, there is some value to when you're getting in the habit of writing, just sort mm-hmm. of, like, shitting out an ending to start from and change when, yeah. as they come with you. But I get not wanting to just do that for something that you've been yeah troubled with for a while and it's also like you know i mean compared to you like my writing skill is i'm not, I'm not saying it as a bad thing but like i'm very much a lower level but i haven't I you have so, less practice definitely less so, practice yeah. but because as a result of that i have a problem like letting go mm-hmm. of my idea being so precious right um i feel w- that yeah especially with this one i mean i've done it before but it was for ideas that i thought I mean, you know, you know me, I love collaborating on ideas instead mm-hmm. of having them be my own. Yeah. Um, so for Rent and Death, I mean, I made you the head writer. That was easy for me to let go. Yeah. But with this one, I, I just knew that I didn't want to do that at all. Like I mm-hmm. wanted, I just wanted to be exactly what I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a little update for mm-hmm. you there. That's um, good. 
yeah happy I'm to excited. hear that hopefully hopefully I, I can like start writing something like when we were in Tahoe or something. I oh, yeah. Know. That, oh, scenic writing yeah. kind of moment. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Especially Dude. when we come back. Yeah. Ooh, what if what if you work on your writing and then if I work on my workbook for my thing? That'd be amazing. Hell, yeah. Yeah, Just sit yeah. sit down and do that. Oh, my gosh. You're going to love it. We, we're going to be, like, in the middle of nature. I'm excited. Yeah. I haven't been in nature in a while. <laughs> for real. There's a lot of shade in there, too. That's perfect. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of trees. Perfect. <laughs> So yeah, uh, oh my gosh, I'm looking forward to this fucking vacation. I know. I have literally one more week of pushing uh, to until then, because I'm going to work almost all next week. Yeah. yeah, you know what I found out? My final was actually due before we leave. Oh, really? So I, I'm so good to go. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we're going to do a show there. That's, that's yeah. the plan. We're going to do a show. Um we were talking to Tina about that. She seems excited, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah, hopefully, I, I I'm down with doing like a rotational thing. Yeah. Where maybe the first ten minutes of the episode is one person, mm-hmm. the next ten is another. We could so just, so they forth. could like rotate at their will on these two free yeah. microphones. And <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun to me. Definitely, yeah. Also, sounds like potentially a good candidate to do a whole video episode because there will be more going on. Yeah, so I, was, I'm th- I am thinking about that. I mean, w- maybe we can cut this part out if this doesn't work out. But I was yeah. thinking, like, maybe this could be our first video episode because uh, Juan was giving me a piece of advice the other mm-hmm. day. He was he was telling me, do you know there's like an AI thing that can make an episode for you? Really? Yeah, it cuts between it cuts back and forth between the audio. So, Just with video that we already made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really? what it does? Wait, yes, you're yes, you're. I I don't know if it uses like the the waveform of it along with the video to figure out who's talking mm-hmm. but apparently it's smart enough to make like a real like a a rudimentary episode of, an, of a podcast uh based off of two people talking to each other that sounds great hey yeah. hey Juan, hook me up yeah because the last I'll ask... episode i edited with just editing the audio and making oh, the social media shit that took me a whole fucking day yeah I'll ask him for it again, but uh, hopefully, I mean, it would be really cool if this was our first video episode. Yeah, it would, huh? Yeah. A friendly reminder that I'm the editor. People seem to forget that every single time. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they think we have, like, an editor? They think that you're the editor. What? (laughs) What gave them that impression? I don't fucking edit at all. I think because you're a boy. I... If I had to guess. (laughs) That's a really... And also because I guess I've been, like, I've openly been a bit tech-inept, but I'm learning. Mm. I'm, I'm better now. Yeah. I mean, still, like... When have I ever told anyone I edited anything? People assume. I guess so. I don't like that, but oh. especially if it's because I'm a boy. <laughs> Boys don't do everything they guys. I mean, half my job on this, I mean, I feel like, I mean, you know, not not to like harp on it or anything, but I do feel like our responsibilities on this thing are very not even. Like, I feel like you you definitely hold up like most of this operation. Yeah, um, but like this would this wouldn't exist without you at all. That's you know? true. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the co-host. Like, you, you're I host. Super needed. Yeah, I host here, and then I also set up everything up for us, so we're yeah. good to go when we get here. Uh, I get to leave all my shit at your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, you, you come and get me and bring me <laughs> to and from. I run I, the audio stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, so yeah. 
Um, you send me the files because for some reason that's the one thing I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, you know. My brain just works really stupid, but so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, now that you put it that, I mean, I would definitely say at least 60-40 is what I feel is the yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah, and that, that might even be too low. <laughs> um, but all I'm trying to say is that Ariel, Ariel is the executive producer of this show, for sure. <laughs> I'm learning a lot, so. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it for that. It's Yeah, it's so funny how compared to the beginning of the year, we've learned so much. Yeah, it's it's only been a few months. What an accelerated, yeah, I don't know. We started doing video bits all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, when did we get the Roadcaster? Or when did you get the Roadcaster? Last year. Last year? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I feel like we haven't learned how to use it effectively. (laughs) We kind of haven't. Yeah, up until like maybe two weeks ago yeah. when I freaking figured like I Because the second we got it and opened it, we immediately fucked with it. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that I fucked with it to the it. point where like it, I broke half of it essentially. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and not until two weeks ago where I literally only took like two hours. All it took was two hours to slow down and be and look through the manual and see the actual workings of it. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, this isn't that hard. Like all you gotta do yeah. is flip the switch or hear it See, up. that's what I definitely need you for. I yeah, can, I can only gain so many skills at the same time. <laughs> no, that's good. I I think when I'm in the mood for it, I am very much the kind of guy who who actually looks through an instruction manual. Yeah, to see all the bits and pieces and features of the thing. But if it's too much, then I won't be able to do it. Like if if you gave me the instruction manual to a car, <laughs> actually no, that's not true. I, I could do a car. I've done that one before. Mm-hmm. But to the actual inner work inner workings of a car like the the circuitry the the motor how it works i would not be able to keep up that's just too yeah. much information but if that's one of those things where it's like i want to take a class yeah you'd have to take, yeah, yeah it's, like it's just like learning a language for me too like i can't just self-teach that shit even <laughs> though i've tried yeah yeah well i mean at least you know some phrases in chinese yeah yeah i know some chinese i know some i can Hebrew, see that in, in french handy. i guess i've i feel uh, like hebrew yeah. and chinese is the the best ones you got Probably, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I can understand French listening to it still pretty well and yeah. reading it. I don't speak it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the thing. Like, I've formally studied, like, five languages at this point. Mm-hmm. And I still can't say, I, I, like, I wouldn't confidently say I speak any of them. Just because <laughs> it's, you know, it, I just don't. I definitely don't. It's just kind of a... How's, a, your, how's your Hebrew? Not very good anymore. I used to be pretty good at it, yeah. you know? Um, Is it I, at all conversational still or no? A little bit. Okay. Um, mainly listening. Like, I, where we live, there are people who speak Hebrew, so I've definitely walked by people and mm-hmm. eavesdropped on them. Oh, nice. I told you about that one time in Santa Cruz when I went to this candy shop, mm-hmm. right? And I I was shop. It was, it was one of those, like, candy shops, like, just a big, um, you know, all those like bulk candies. Yeah. yeah, where you like make a bag and then there's oh, all these gotcha. uh, imported candies and all all this just like a bright pink, just yeah. all this shit in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was a new shop in downtown Santa Cruz at the time. Mm-hmm. And I went in there with some friends and I, at one point I was shopping along the, the Pez dispensers mm-hmm. and things like that, you know, those old candy toys. Yeah, yeah I remember those. Yeah. And I, I'm just looking at them you know, little fucking Mickey Mouse and Garfield shit. And then <laughs> then the, this couple, was walk, they walk in and they come up behind me and they're looking at the pest dispensers and then they sort of split up and then the guy's over here and the woman's over here, right? Mm. And they're just looking at them. Yeah. And then the guy, he finds this sort of candy toy that's a banana mm-hmm. 
right? And he, he takes it. And then he's, like, speaking to his girlfriend over my head in Hebrew. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And in Hebrew, he says, hey, how about we take this home and get a bottle of wine? Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're, like, laughing, just not knowing that I can understand everything that they're saying. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> like, stop, stop being kinky on and top of me, basically. Shop, yeah. 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 There's, there's children around. I mean, like, in Santa Cruz, it's very few hebrew speakers <laughs> in the wild in my experience uh-huh. but they just had to do that right next to me <laughs> no i see i think it's i, I don't know i like listening to different languages yeah uh, except for spanish i don't get any joy out of that because <laughs> i speak it right so to me it's whatever when someone speaks it yeah i need to get better at yiddish that's one that i, I was mm-hmm. trying to self-teach Wait, wait, wait. Um, what's the difference between is wait is Yiddish Hebrew or are those two different? So, so Yiddish is this combo of Hebrew and German. So oh. when you look at it, it's Hebrew letters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're used a little differently because in Hebrew, there aren't vowels. None oh, of the letters in the Hebrew alphabet act as vowels typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Yiddish they take some of those letters and then they fill in the vowels between the consonants. Oh, I see. And also there, there's some particular characters that are used more often in Yiddish than in Hebrew oh. just because it's uh, more Germanized, I guess. So it looks like Hebrew, but it oh. sounds like German. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny language, but like I, I haven't given it enough attention, so I need to go back and to do hmm. that because I know... Susan and Yonatan, my, my sister and brother-in-law, they're most likely going to teach their future kids Yiddish. Oh, okay. So I don't want to not be a Yiddish speaker in yeah. my family at that that'd point. That'd be so cool. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm hoping I could teach my future people Spanish. Spanish. Future people? Future kids? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they're you, kids, You should. Too. You should. We, we all need to keep speaking our languages. And especially yeah. with kids, like, they're the perfect perfect time to learn two languages at once yeah and then spanish i think spanish is semi-useful at least here at least it's like where we definitely live. here yeah. yeah like here in socal oh like fuck I'm, go- I'm gonna be legally spanish soon too oh maybe i should gosh, learn spanish I, I mean yes i was gonna say you're gonna learn a different kind of spanish though. yeah like european like the kind that they teach in class yeah. here they don't teach uh south american spanish anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i just don't have a love for spanish spanish um I, I wouldn't really know the the nuances it's weirder for sure i mean people think it's like fancier spanish or whatever yeah. i just think it sounds weird probably i yeah. think the sexier version of spanish is definitely like the latin american type probably but that's just my personal opinion yeah. no offense to you whatever's Antonio Banderas. He's like Spanish, <laughs> Spanish, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he is, yeah. I mean, you could tell because they talk with the TH, like the lisp at the end of the words. Oh, gotcha, yeah. yeah which Barcelona. I, yeah, I don't love that at all. I went to all. Barcelona. You know, I think I would be down with it if it had the different backstory. It's the backstory that really bothers me. And I think I've said this before on YouTube. Yeah. Where it's just literally one guy's ego who drove the entire decision for one group of people to do that and i think i'm so offended by that idea that i just hate that that sound that's really funny uh, hate I love is that a strong that... word but <laughs> i just dislike it yeah it symbolizes something annoying to you yeah um, just you fucking call i can't blame you <laughs> yeah. yeah but dang that's the one language that i 
been avoiding somehow, but it should feel like it should be easy if I know French already. But do you have anything else to say? Anything else to add this week? Not really. Uh, happy with how last week went. The weekend. Yeah. We're I'm we're riding pretty high right now. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly are. You know, uh, to the point where I'm. You know, life is life is life, and it's still. Yeah. You know, it's not that shitty, but you know what I'm saying? I'm recovering faster than I'd, I, I usually do to life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Riding off this high. Uh, I've seen some of the footage. It it's looks good. absolutely beautiful. It looks so good. Yes, I it love it. so good. Um, there's so many shots that look amazing. Um, I hope that when it comes out, everybody enjoys it. We're hoping, we're hoping, hoping, hoping. For a late July release, nice, uh, which would be amazing. Um, so soon, I know it's really soon. So hopefully we can get that done. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we are again riding this high. Yeah, we're feeling good. Still haven't had a brain bleed yet. So oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, and I can't wait to go on vacation. Same. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Oh wait, shout out to Belgium. That's right. Belgium and Singapore. Singapore. That's not or... as catchy. Well, <laughs> sorry, Singapore. That's, I mean, true. Shout out to Belgium. Shout Thanks, out to Belgium. Uh, always, your catchphrase. <laughs> always appreciate you being here. Always to the us. first one. Always number one. Thank you to all of our friends who listen to this thing. Thank, Thank you, you for the new listeners. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't know if you guys. Are Th- thanks to everyone on set who came up and like treated us oh, like boy. mini rock stars yeah, for a th- second. Shout out to Juan for doing that. Yeah. That you are very. You were very nice to me when we when we first when we met again, uh, that first <laughs> day that we had you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I should say, like, even though a lot of them aren't going to watch it, it's totally fine. Um, thank you for everyone who was on Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. I sincerely, sincerely, sincerely appreciate your time and your talent. Mm-hmm. Because for, for sure, sure, this could not have been done without your talent. So yeah. I love all of you. I love all of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hope that uh, we see each other soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready then. Bye, Alma. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>